So, but James is an awesome book. Uh, I encourage you, if you're just jumping on for the first time, you can go back and watch uh, the first few episodes of this. Today we are in chapter 3, beginning chapter 3, and uh, we're sort of like, I believe, we're halfway through, because it's a short little book. So we get, we're working on this. So I encourage you to go back and watch after you watch today um, and catch up. Uh, trying to keep these between 10 and 15 minutes long, so what a perfect way to start the day. Um, that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that we start our day by reading the Word of God, letting it uh, filter through our soul so that we can live in a way that is grounded in Christ. Uh, so that's that's what we're doing. Whoa! What's up, Zach? How are you, man? Uh, so that's what we're going, and so I'm glad that you are watching right now. So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to jump into James chapter 3, verses 1 through 13 this morning. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for this past week. You have watched over us and you've cared for us. And we just pray right now for our hearts to be open to receive from you. Allow for us as we hear these words from your holy Bible, Lord, your holy word, that your Holy Spirit will fill us and inspire us to uh, live in a way that is uh, live in a way that is pleasing and honoring to you. And so, God, right now, uh, we just ask that uh, our lives be uh, living sacrifices for you in all we do. Bless this day as we enter into the weekend, as we have a one work day left, or we have whatever, but it's a Friday, it's a good day. Lord, just be with us and let us be joyful people. Let nothing steal our joy as we begin this new day. In your name we pray. Amen. Awesome. Uh, again, thank you for watching. Uh, I encourage you to continue to stay through the course of uh, the study of James. And I am excited uh, that you are, you've been watching. I'm excited that you've been plugged in uh, through this. I know uh, it can be tricky getting ready in the morning, but thank you for being here this morning. Uh, yeah. Uh, so here we go. Um, James 
chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. Here it is. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For all of us make many mistakes. Anyone who makes no mistakes is speak, in speaking is perfect, able to keep the whole body in check with a bridle. If we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Or look at ships. Though they are so large that it takes strong winds to drive them, yet they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great exploits. How great, is a forest, how great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire, and the tongue is a fire. The tongue is placed among our members as a world of iniquity. It stains the whole body, sets on fire the cycle of nature, and is itself set on fire by hell. For every species of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creatures, can be tamed and has been tamed by the human species, but no one can tame the tongue, a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse those who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and brackish water? Can a fig tree, my brother and sister, yield olives or grapevine figs? No more can salt water yield fresh. Whoa, what a fun way to start Friday. What a fun way to start Friday. No, this is a powerful passage, I think, from James here. And it is all about taming the tongue. Oh, this is a hard one, man, especially in this day and age. It is one that we uh, have witnessed. If we don't want to focus on ourselves, but we probably should. But if we don't want to focus on we can identify people who are not good at taming their tongue, their keyboard, whatever it may be, right? And James is saying here, again, he is focusing on one us to be able to live in a way that is united uh, and connected to people. And again, James is focused on here, how do we uniquely live for Jesus? What is it that makes you stand out in living for Jesus? This is a great way to look at this. So let's look at the first five verses here. This first part reminds us that James is very focused on what we say. He brings this up many times. He says, this is what you need to say. And we, we can look back even into uh, the previous chapters. And he said, you say this, you say this. He's very conscious about what we speak. And then in verse 3, he finally gets to it. And he says, your words matter. We look at the horse bridle, the small rudder of the boat, and the tongue. And he, he connects all three of those. The horse bridle and the horse can connect, can tell where the horse can go. The small, ruddle, small rudder in a boat can tell where that goes. And our tongue directs us where we go. This is a powerful thing because he's very direct. Because a lot of times we just like, what your heart, your mind, and all this. But then James is very to the point. He says, but it's your tongue. It's the way you speak to others. It's the way you talk about God. It's the way that you go throughout your day and the words that you speak that direct others and seeing where you go. But more importantly, it directs where you are headed in, in your life. What you think is valuable. Uh, these, are, these are small things, right? The bridle, the, the rudder, your tongue. 
but they reveal who we are. The source of our defilement isn't out there among a set of people to avoid. It is in us. And like the tiny rudder of a great ship, it has the power to control our every move. This is a thing that we have to be reminded. We can talk about the evils of the world. We can talk about the, the frustrations of the world. But then we begin to see that it does begin right here in what we speak. Are we falling into the evils of the world by the way that we talk? That's where we start at. That's where we begin. And that's why we start our day wanting to be filled with the Word of God. We want to make sure the way we talk isn't leading others to evil and it isn't leading ourselves to evil. This is hard. Oh my gosh. But James says this. He says, if your speech is good and under control, then you have reached perfection. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Maybe you know some people who just, you've never heard a bad word come from their mouth. Well, James would say, if they're in love with Jesus, they are perfect. Well, that's, I just think that's, uh, but that's how valuable that James is identifying our speech right now and what we say and how we say it. We then see in verses 10 through 12 here, sort of as the end of this, this verse, it says, uh, it really talks about um, this idea of double-mindedness. Ooh, this is a tricky one today. Boy, this is fun for Friday. Fun Friday, tough stuff in the Bible. Anyway, but double-mindedness, right? Wow, we, we see these examples. You can't have fresh water and, and salt water. You can't have a fig tree produce olives and and it just goes back and forth and really then the focus is this you can't have blessings come from the same mouth mouth that is also cursing as well this double-mindedness is is what james is getting at is that the way you speak and the way you act and the what you say can it it can't be back and forth different things one moment you're 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 cursing your spouse and the next moment you're praising god this is what this is trick this is hard stuff. You're yelling at the guy who cut you off in the road or your boss or whoever or your coworker or your employee and then you're praising God and, and this is where James is saying this is like you can't live that double-mindedness. It has to be holiness. Mm. Speech is a primary means by which double-mindedness is manifested. One moment we are praising God, and the next we find ourselves tearing down a fellow human being who is made in the image of God. Oh, this is not to be. We are not to live in double-mindedness. We should instead live into God's design, which is one who what brings unity. So these are our takeaways for today. As we've read through these, these verses, as we wrap up this morning, we need to learn to tame our tongues. This is a word. The words you say matter. People are listening. And this is not just a middle school, Sunday school class this morning, which I feel like this is something that we always teach in middle school, Sunday school class, and then we forget. But really, don't cuss. When it says it, don't cuss. Be careful with the vocabulary that you use. This is the Bible saying that your tongue reveals what direction you are going. And, and if you want people to jump on your ship and head the same direction as you, your words matter. And then double-mindedness. So tame your tongue. Double-mindedness is not God's design. Your words matter. They direct where you go. Words are powerful. Words can be spun in many different ways. Make sure your words can only be spun in a way that leads people to knowing that you follow Jesus. 
Speak words of love. Don't let words of blessing and cursing come out of your mouth at the, at the, in the same day, at the same time. Let your words be focused only on praising God in all that you do. Woo! Wow! James is, is on it today. This is a good one going in to the weekend. Let our words be blessings and praising of God. And let us not be cursing. So, this means we are reminded of God's grace right here. Grace will help us. And oh my goodness, we need it. Because we need to, we don't want to live in that double-mindedness. What words do you say that you know you need to stop saying? What words do you say that you know you need to stop saying? Practice that today. Practice catching yourself, not saying the words that usually tear down or demonstrate your frustration or anxiety. Today, instead, move towards holiness in how you use your words. Begin a new vocabulary, one that is praising and blessing God in all that you do. All right, that's it. Woo, that's a tough one, man. Let us tame our tongues, let us not live in double-mindedness, and let us live for Jesus in all that we do. Let blessings come from our mouths. Uh, in everything that we say and do. All right, guys, you are awesome. I hope you have a good weekend and have a great Friday today. Be safe on the roads this weekend. It's going to be awesome. Let's rock into Friday.